Welcome to Loosen Up Your Painting Podcast, the podcast with tips and advice on how to improve your painting. For beginners to advanced, you'll learn new ways to grow your painting fun and enjoyment. I'm Malcolm Dewey, your host from MalcolmDeweyFineArt.com, and let's begin. Welcome back to the Loosen Up Your Painting podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about composition, that critical element in every painting. And if you get the composition wrong, doesn't matter how much paint you use, it's still going to look wrong. So we've got to get the composition sorted out right from the beginning. And in particular, I'm going to be looking at how to get great painting compositions from your photos. The truth is that uh, most artists painting landscapes today are working from photographs. And ideally, you're working from your own photograph, but sometimes you're working from a stock photo, so it's even more difficult to connect with the scene perhaps, or also to deal with the photographer's own aims behind the photograph. Sometimes they're not the same as the artist's. So picking the right subject and then deciding what to do with it will make the difference between successful paintings and flops. Taking your time with assessing the subject and then deciding on the format also cannot be wished away. So let's have a look at some of the principles of design. And when I refer to design, I'm also meaning composition. The two terms are interchangeable. So what are the principles of design in painting composition? The main principle is that the artist is trying to guide the viewer's eye around the painting using composition. The eye of the viewer will then tend to linger over points of interest and especially the focal point. So you must arrange the elements in the scene to produce the desired effect. Now the elements of composition are line, shape, color, value, texture, form and space. And how you select these elements and arrange them and emphasize them will determine the overall design. So when it comes to painting, the composition is the arrangement of these elements within the picture space. Now, here are a few practical composition tips I like to use myself. So ideally, you will practice the landscape composition outdoors using a viewfinder. However, if you're working from a photograph in your studio, the reality is that Of course, most artists are using reference photos. So in this instance, the reference photo that I'm working from is a big scene. There are mountains in the background. There's a dirt road. There's trees, shrubs, bushes. There's some cottages as well um, in amongst the trees. Many things that I could focus on. 
And I don't have to accept the photograph as the be-all and end-all of the composition. You can change things around as well. Very often, photographers will look at a scene differently to the painter. You must therefore look at the photo critically and decide what to leave in and leave out. Sometimes the subject in a photograph is in the center and it will look fine. But in a painting, it tends to look wrong. It turns out one side of the painting is fighting with the other for dominance and without that dominant element, it doesn't settle the eye. And this creates a composition that uh, makes the viewer feel uneasy. So as an artist, you want to create a sense of balance. But ironically, balance means one side has more weight than the other. It's one of those strange things in painting. And this concept is known as asymmetry. So for some reason, we as humans prefer asymmetry in a painting. So take your time with the composition and practice your design before you start. And the best way to do that is to do a composition sketch. Now I've done a video and uh, I have several videos in fact on my website. If you go to malcolmdeweyfineart.com and look at my blog, just do a search for composition or NOTAN studies. Now NOTAN study simply is a way of testing a composition by looking for big light and dark mass shapes. There should be one large dominant mass shape to anchor the scene. And uh, you can watch plenty of videos on my website where I demonstrate how this works. So next you'll look at the format of the painting. Do you want a portrait, landscape, square or panorama? Consider also your viewpoint. When you're looking at a scene, sometimes an ordinary scene can look fantastic just by changing your viewpoint maybe from above or lower down. So as I've said, I have selected quite a dramatic scene with mountains, etc. And this uh, particular scene comes from the Western Cape in South Africa. A really beautiful scene and so much going on. So when I was on holiday, I took the photo and when I got home, I thought it would make a very nice painting. But before jumping into the paints, I had to decide what the painting was about. Why am I painting it and what do I want to say about the subject? I thought about the mountains, the trees, maybe the house. What I realized is that the most common mistake we make with photographs is we take the photo of the scene and then want to paint everything within the border of the photo. As a result, we forget what we need to do as an artist. We are not cameras. The painter has to bring an interpretation to a scene and convey something about it. It could be the majesty of the mountains, the play of light on the trees, or anything like that. And we're not uh, all John Constable who could paint a massive landscape. As mere mortals, we have to struggle to pull off a vast and complicated scene. 
So what I encourage all artists to do with a photograph is to try and find as many compositions in the photo as possible. Start off with the dark mass shapes. Find out how you can emphasize light against those mass shapes. It is in the dark shapes that the light stands out, so start with those. In the end I decided to do a more intimate scene and focus on the cottage. I was intrigued with some dark shapes of large bushes contrasting with sunlight reflecting off the side of the cottage. Another important element are shadow patterns. If you still struggle with knowing where to begin with arranging the elements of a design, start with a shadow pattern. The shadows in the foreground, for instance, running across the front of the road are very helpful. So I look for that shadow pattern and get those in quickly. A strong, a nice strong light against the shadow attracts the eye and creates a powerful focal point. Also you can use the typical device of having a shadow in the foreground where the viewer sort of steps into the painting. Other composition elements like street lights and uh, room lighting on the bushes, red light on some of the autumn colors as well. All of these elements come together together with shapes, lines and colors and you've got to arrange them all to the best effect. Now I've mentioned the foreground and the middle ground where the focal point's gonna be. But what about the background? There's a lot of detail in the mountains and I would clearly need to simplify that. So I dropped right down with cropping the photo to reduce the amount of background as far as reasonably possible. Just enough so that it acts as a backdrop without distracting from the focal point, which would be the cottage. So now I have a relatively small scene out of a big, massive scene, and I've made that the subject of the painting. It's simple and strong, and that type of composition works best. If I wanted to change the composition, maybe in use a portrait format, then I could make more of the mountains behind the house. And this would be another different painting. Another important aspect with a background is using atmospheric perspective or aerial perspective. These are simply a way of creating the illusion of distance and depth in a landscape painting. So aside from using lines and shapes, such as overlapping shapes to create the illusion of depth with atmospheric perspective, you're relying more on color and edges. Colors will get cooler and lighter over the distance. Edges will get softer and more indistinct over the distance. So the mountain scene in the background will be cooler in color and have softer edged shapes. No harsh light, no dark contrasts, and no bright or very warm color. 
Then the other important element are lines. Lines created by things like fence posts, light poles, sidewalks, telephone lines, or ruts in a dirt road. All of these create an illusion of distance. These shapes will also get smaller and less distinct, and lines will converge ultimately to the horizon line. So in this scene I'm using the street lights which get smaller over the distance and uh, lines of the road and even the perspective of the house. The simpler the composition, the stronger. So leave out unnecessary shapes and objects. In this scene there was an electrical box on the sidewalk area. And this is a rather ugly shape which wouldn't contribute to a beautiful landscape scene. Maybe if this was a cityscape, the electrical box would look in place and would be in keeping with the, the subject, but not in this case, so I left it out. So I encourage you to go to my website at malcolmdeweyfineart.com and look up composition on my blog and you can watch the video. I've also got videos on my YouTube channel that's a YouTube slash Malcolm Dewey. And there's plenty for you there to see on the subject as well. Don't forget the free course, How to Add Power to Your Paintings. And uh, there's also the course on the Oil Painters Masterclass, where you'll find out more about how I did this particular painting I've been discussing. Well, I hope these tips give you something to think about when you're preparing your next painting and uh, will help you create a stronger and more interesting composition. Well, until next time, happy painting and cheers for now. Mm -hmm.